Welcome to Chaos for Chaos's Sake, episode six. Um, I'm Maria. And I'm Judy. Today, <laughs> what? what were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. We're going to talk about... Two things. Two things. The labyrinth and the mummy. Two whole things. Two whole things. And, and it's not because so, we stopped halfway through one of them. <laughs> no, it's also not because we haven't recorded in two weeks and we need that's more content. That's true. That it's not, not that didn't that reason, happen. That did not happen. That didn't happen. It did, Ignore that didn't my happen. last two Instagram posts. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Okay. okay. So, yeah, we just watched The Labyrinth and a couple weeks ago we watched Half of the Mummy. Uh, I watched. I watched the whole thing. She watched. She has more notes, so it's kind of going to be led by both of us. I just decided. Fun fact. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'm going to leave the labyrinth half. Okay. Um, you don't have to leave it though. You just you have the notes. I have commentary mostly. We can just talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's going to be starting with the. If you haven't watched the Mummy, watch it. I know that some people listening haven't. Mm. And some have, and I, I applaud you. And if you watched it with me and then watched it again the same day because you loved it so much, shout out to you. You know who I, you know who you are. <laughs> um, so we're going to start out with a little quiz, but actually I lied because we're going to do a question first. Oh. So the question of the day is if you could live as one animal for a year, what would it be and why? An elephant. Because I want to be an elephant. <laughs> is that the only reason? Um, well, they're my favorite animals. They think humans are really cute. Um, they're endangered and I would not be want, well, I wouldn't want to be endangered, but I would want to be an elephant. (laughs) I forgot to ask what you're drinking. That should be first. Cold tea. Okay. I'm drinking lukewarm water. That's my water. And the truth is, it isn't even mine. (laughs) This is the water of a girl named Judy. (laughs) Um, I would want to... Were you, were you done? Pretty much, yeah. I'd want to be a whale. Probably a blue whale. Because they're like my new favorite animal and they're really cool and beautiful and very big. And they're also very... They're very like... Passive. Like mm-hmm. elephants. It's basically the elephant of the sea. <laughs> That's as big as, like, a bus. (laughs) Yep. Actually, three buses. And blue whales are the biggest living thing on the planet. On this planet. So far. Wow. So, now we can do the question. Oh, wait, that was the question. Now we're going to do a quiz. And this quiz is, how well do you know Cube Escape? Oh, my God. (laughs) Cube Escape is a... A game that you should all play. It's like an escape room puzzle game, but it has really, shall we say, interesting art and themes. And if you it's are kind of not prepared to be deeply disturbed, don't play it. It's not, yeah, it's weird. It's it's pretty weird. I would recommend yeah. just playing the Cube Escape games. And there yeah. are other games, but these are all like related to yeah. each other. There's like, I think there's nine Yes, there is nine. Okay, so this is what the intro says. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> so this is a quiz about my favorite game series, question mark? <laughs> Cube Escape. It's not very popular, but it is definitely one of the guess- best games you'll ever play. I'm not a big fan of horror games, but this one grabbed my attention easily. Storyline, art, music, atmosphere, everything's perfect. <laughs> I strongly recommend you go play it. But I mean, you can guess if you'd like. <laughs> oh, the quiz. <laughs> you won't regret it. Let's get into it. Also, that's, there's not a lot of content around this, so I decided to be the first. IDK, IDK, IDK. <laughs> okay. Question one. So I think I'll ask you the question, and if you need the multiple choice, I'll give it to you, but okay. you probably won't. Okay. So who killed Dale's parents? Uh, Mr. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. How many games are there in the entire series? I will give you the numbers for this okay. one. So, 13, 9, 14, or 10? There's 14. This is just Cube Escape, though. Oh, so 9. 
<clears throat> What's Dale Vandermeer's occupation? He is a detective. Are you sure he's not a scientist? <laughs> <laughs> scientist Vandermeer. Um, which cube represents negative and painful memories? The black cube. Uh, which cube represents positive and happy memories? The white cube. Uh, which cube allows you to travel back in time? Ooh. Um, I think there's only four cubes, though. I think it's blue. What cube do you end up when combining the other three? Gold? I No, or is it black? Oh, well, hold on. I just realized the golden cube is in more than... It's not just in... Mm-hmm. No, because what's the, it called? That's the future. <laughs> it's like a little past within. The past within. Okay. But the gold cube is the future, isn't it? The I, what's the woman's real name? <laughs> Rose. The woman. Wh- woman. The woman. The woman. The main woman is Laura. Laura what? Laura. Vanderboom. No, it's not Vanderboom. It is Vanderboom. It is. Okay, Laura Vanderboom. Not Vandermeer. What's Mr. Crow's human name? Can I have the options? Yeah, but you'll know immediately. Okay, because I can't. Robert Hill, Jacob Islander, Dale Vandermeer, or Aldous Vandermeer. Is, is it Aldous? Yep. Yeah? He's not an Islander. <laughs> That's Mr. Owl. Mm. In Cube Escape Theater, what happens to Bob? He becomes corrupted. He dies. He perf- oh, you can select the, all that applied. Okay. He performs in one of the plays. Or he <laughs> shoots someone. <laughs> he shoots someone and he becomes corrupted. Um, <laughs> who is the famous painter in the game Cube Escape oh, Arles? Easy. It's... <laughs> Why can't I remember it? <laughs> It's Picasso. <laughs> it's, um, Van Gogh. It's actually Lodovico Mazzolino. <laughs> Frida Kahlo. Okay, this is your favorite one. Okay. What type of bird is Harvey supposed to be? A parrot. Not a pigeon? <laughs> which of these, be more annoying which of these vials do not exist in Cubescape Paradox? Green, yellow, blue, or red? Yellow. What's Bob's favorite food? Bob. Meat, seeds, donuts, or fish? Um, is it donuts? It doesn't tell me if it's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who here doesn't become a corrupted soul at some point? Bob, Dale, Laura, or Sarah? I do not remember who Sarah is. Well, Sarah, because everyone else does, I think. Yeah, right? but who is that? <laughs> I don't know. Should we look it up? Sarah. <laughs> it's the girl from Laura. <laughs> okay, say the word. Say the word. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Think to case 23. I know. I can see the, the word. Whatever it's called. Picture the crossword. The crossword in my mind. <laughs> I can't remember. Give <laughs> me the choices. Okay, I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> Death, love, or home. <laughs> I can't. It starts with an F. I know. It's fate. Fate. The only word that was popping into my head was You got Felix. 88%. <laughs> nice. What I got I 94 what did I get wrong? Probably Dale's fa- or Bob's favorite food. No, I think that was right. I thought I got it right. Hmm. Well, it doesn't tell you. <laughs> Look at the. Ah. Okay. Okay. So On to... now that we are chills. <laughs> now that we know that, I am better. I have better memory than Judy. <laughs> We can move on. So, do you have any initial thoughts on this movie, The Labyrinth? Um. Anything that jumped out? 
everything jumped out. <laughs> it's everything. like constantly. <laughs> Especially the Goblin King. <laughs> um, well, he more floated. That's true. But it's it's very it's like bizarro world. It's very it's bizarro like, world. It's like everything is upside down. I don't know. Shall it's we give strange. a synopsis? Nothing is as it seems. Basically. Um. Sarah. Oh, this upside down. <laughs> Sarah nice. wishes her. What is this? I have no idea what you're singing. Oh wait, <laughs> it's from High School Musical Three. Oh. I don't know where to go. Oh. What's the right thing? That's what it's like. That one scene in High School Musical. So that that scene that sums up the it's whole my movie. Song from High School Musical. When the, okay. they're turning. Basically, um, this girl. Has a bratty little brother who won't no. stop crying. He's a baby. <laughs> She's the brat. I know. And she wishes for the goblins to take him away. Goblin king to goblin take king. him away. No, she said, I wish for the goblins to oh. take you away. So the goblins no. take her, take him, to the brother, to the labyrinth, which is... Well, the goblin, to the goblin king's, king's palace. In the middle of the labyrinth. Which is in the middle of the labyrinth. And then, so she, like, is there, too, somehow. Well, he brings her there. He brings the her there. King. And then she's, he's like, if you want your brother back, you have 13 hours to, like, mm-hmm. find the castle. You have to go through the labyrinth. So the movie is just her going through the labyrinth. But it's, like, the most it's bizarre really weird. thing. There's... The moss has eyeballs. The fire <laughs> guys take their heads off. The fire clan. It's cool, though. There's a lot of... Cool special effects. Um, Don't watch it with little kids because it scared us when we were little. Unless your kids aren't wimps. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Jim Hen- Jim Henson does like the costume, like the puppets mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's cool. Yep. Frank Oz does something. I don't know if he produces it or directs it. I don't know what he does. He probably plays the voice too. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, so basically the whole thing is just her trying to get through the labyrinth and the Goblin King keeps um, like mm-hmm. rigging it so that she can't. But then she does eventually and uh, escapes. So I guess the first question is how did this movie make you feel? What emotions did it evoke? For me, it was fear. <laughs> well, and unease. some parts made me a little bit uncomfy, but it was mostly like I enjoyed it because I enjoy super bizarre stuff, mm-hmm. such as Cuba's Cave. Yeah. <laughs> or The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> yes. More on that later. I <laughs> like the movie, but it it gave me like a sense of unease because movies like this, where a young kid is like, thrown into this bizarre world it makes mm-hmm. me so uneasy because i'm just like you have no idea <laughs> like where you are yeah what's happening mm-hmm. the biggest example of this and the movie that i will never watch is where the wild things are mm-hmm. because it literally like i don't even know how to describe it but it like maybe violent. I will have to watch it. <laughs> violent, a violent. <laughs> what did I say earlier? Yeah, a sense of unease. I think it, it violently unsettled me in violently a way that movie ne- a movie never has. And I'm but you also I don't, don't even like know the why. book either, do you? I've never read the book. Oh, I have read the book. It just like freaked me out for no reason. I've read the book to my two year old cousin. He's two, right? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he's two. Um, yeah. Sorry, Lewis, if I got Lewis, your age wrong. Lewis, uh, send us an email. How old are you? DM us. DM us on Instagram. Okay. So, okay, I actually was like not, did not want to record this, but it's actually going fine. Yeah, it's going good. We're doing good. So, <clears throat> were there any characters that you resonated with or... Really <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um, Hoggle? No, not Hoggle, because I'm not a coward. <laughs> but I kind of am like Ludo. <laughs> yeah. 
Ludo Bagman. Just kidding. Just Ludo. Baxter Stinkman. Um, <laughs> what? That is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was so niche. The show? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Genevieve and I have been talking about it a lot. You should recently. watch it. I want to watch it. Well, not just the show. I've been like... I don't even remember. We are talking about Sometimes it Sometimes things just resurface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ludo. Ludo is the best character. He's really cute. He looks kind of like if the Wampa from Star Wars was mixed with an orangutan, but also But nice. specifically King Louis. Yes. Um, I have a problem when the, like, big furry creatures can say, like, two words. It really, it takes away from their charm for me. <laughs> like, I would rather he just didn't talk. Yeah, that's true. I it don't makes like him that seem very much. dumb. Yeah. Which he's not. He's friends with rocks. He's not dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, there's one part in the beginning where Sarah, the main character's name is Sarah, she first gets into the labyrinth, and there's this little worm guy that, like, helps her find the, like, the path. Mm-hmm. And she, like, starts going down one way, and he's like, no, no, don't, don't go that way, don't ever go that way. She's like, okay, thanks, and goes the other way, and then when when she's gone, the worm is like, she had gone that way, she would have gone straight to the Goblin King's (laughs) palace. He goes, that's a pity if she had gone that way. No, he didn't say pity, he was like, good thing she didn't go that way. And I was like, so, yeah, it filled me with rage. He looks like a gross, uh clay baby on a worm's body (laughs) (laughs) no well i don't mind the character he didn't know she was trying to find it yeah he did no she asked her she she asked him i don't know she just tried trying to find the the center no she didn't tell him what she was looking for because it was just a straight path and she's like this is an elaborate and he was like you have to do this and so he didn't know where she was going so okay. he didn't. He pointed her away from the castle because he didn't know that's what she was looking for. But I was so mad because I was like, you, you, "Why did you listen to him? Mm-hmm. He should have just gone that way." Well, I don't like him. <laughs> He's gross. He, he looks, looks like, like if Khalil. Not if, his name is not Carlisle. His name's Khalil from well Jonah and the Whale Veggie Tales. He looks if like you know, if, you know if that and the high caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland had Epsilon. a baby. And that's what it would look like. <laughs> I also love Alice in Wonderland. Epsilon? Absalom. Epsilon. That's not his canon name. That's his name oh. in the live action movie. Oh. Does he um, have a name in the book? No. Oh. Um, I also used to hate Alice in Wonderland. But I actually like... I love, I love the book. And I just watched the animated one again and... Um, then I also have, like, what was the best and the worst parts of this movie, in your opinion? (laughs) Um, the best part, let's see. Um, I'd say the best part was when they, when, (laughs) um, when they met the fox guy, that part was funny. Oh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Sir... I don't remember. No, don't. Hold on. Didymus. Sir Didymus. Didymus. I like him. Um, yeah. I like that part. Um, I think the worst part... The bog of eternal stench. Yeah. The worst part... Um... The bog of eternal stench is the is a bog that if you touch the water, it'll stink forever. <laughs> and the only noise it makes is fart noises. <laughs> it makes fart noises. Um, I don't know. I don't. Fire I think, plant. No, because that doesn't make me half as uncomfortable as it makes you. So, and it didn't really okay, make me that uncomfortable. So, wait, you said that was the best part, the meeting the Didymus. Yeah. I think the worst part was the fire clan because they're these really gross, like, red guys who dance around 
and take their heads off and like just the way they're edited in like just looks so jank and it makes me so uncomfortable and then they like try to take her head off which is crazy. oh you know what the worst part was at the end when he was like trying to convince her to stay and being <laughs> yeah really that came creepy. out of nowhere he's like all of a sudden like say you love me i'll be your slave I'll be your slave <laughs> But he never expressed any sort of feelings before, so it was really random. However, the fav- my favorite comment that I made <laughs> during the movie, I went, Dave, I'm sorry, but you look atrocious. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Yeah. Davey Bowie. I guess, like, so I always... Because it's, it's David I, Bowie, that's why I said I've it. seen the movie twice, but I always thought that he wanted to marry her, which he didn't. No. Like, because I always thought that was, like, that wasn't even a wedding dress. That was just a dress. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not the Phantom of the Opera. More on that later. Um, (laughs) I think the best part was the part, so they were, there's a whole room that looks like the Endless Stairs Illusion Mm -hmm. by M.C. Escher. Is the guy who originally like drew that, like mm-hmm. the endless stairs, so that, whoa, whoa, looks like oh. the crystal. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. It's so I have the, the gift. The the Goblin King has a crystal that is basically like a glass ball. Mm-hmm. It's like the ghost, bo- not the ghost ball. That thing that you like. Yeah. Um. And when I was looking at pictures of the endless stairs, there was also a picture of a guy holding a crystal ball. So, I have weird. a gift. What is it? But a crystal, <laughs> nothing more. But if you turn it this way, <laughs> um, apparently that's a TikTok on <laughs> But anyways, it's also part of the movie, not just a TikTok. Right? Yeah. So they're in that that room, and it just looks cool. And, and her stupid baby brother won't stop crawling around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Um, did you have a worse part? Oh, the end? Yeah. Okay. How long has it been? Um, 600 bars. Because <laughs> I'm using a music app to okay. record. Is that it? your labyrinth do you have anything else i have what what were the goblin king's motives because if it was just this correlates into the other question was was it all in her imagination was is the goblin king just doing this because he like for some reason if she wishes it he has to do it or because it's in her mind and she it's just her imagination and that's why it's all happening. I don't think it was her imagination. It's hard to say with movies. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like it's kind of up to you. Mhm. And mostly with movies, because a lot of times with a movie, it it's not clear whether mm-hmm. it's real or not. And usually I will decide for myself that <laughs> it is real. Unless they make it explicit that it's, like, not their, their imagination. Mm-hmm. Or that it is. Yeah. But he also says at the end, he goes, I am so tired of living up to your expectations. Because he was like... You were scared, so I was frightening. You wanted your brother gone, so I took him. Mm-hmm. You, So, like, yeah. either he has some, like, curse or something where he has to do whatever they that person who wishes wants mm-hmm. him to do, or it's her imagination. Yeah, it's also, like, her book. Yeah. So it could just be her imagination, because she, like... Mm-hmm. She was like in the beginning. She she's has acting a book out about book. it, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it could just be that the book is magical. I don't mm-hmm. know. Who knows? Who even knows? Most of the time, I like things that are up to your inter- interpretation, but this one frustrates me because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what it's supposed to, like what I don't know what I they hate want that, you to actually. feel. I hate it when it's up to your interpretation. I like it. I like it. Everything tied up with a neat little bow. 
<laughs> okay. Don't tie it. It's not a present. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Dad say that? No. <laughs> Were you down there when Genevieve was tying up the trash bag and the string oh, broke? That, yeah. and she was like, I can't tie, Don't tie it. it. It's not a present. Don't tie it. It's not a Christmas present. <laughs> Well, that should go on mom and dad bingo. Um, <laughs> no, because they'll never say it again. I know. I know. We should make that. <laughs> I started once and I got two things in. Oh my gosh. Um, we should do it, but not tell mom and dad. And then just pull them out at notebook. a family event. <laughs> yeah, but print it out. If they listen to this one, they'll know, but... Print it out, give a copy to every member of our family besides our parents. Oh, actually, my favorite part... I lied. My favorite part is the helping hands. I don't like it. So, there's this pit that Sarah falls down, and there's a bunch of hands that come out and catch her. They're like a a whole bunch of hands. But then when they talk, they like... Walls lined with hands. Yeah, they like make shapes with the hands to talk, and it looks cool. Like this. (laughs) <laughs> what oh, is that? I don't know. I'm doing the mouth. Oh. <laughs> Up or down. <laughs> if you could see it, you would know. Yeah. I'll put a picture on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the photo. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I thought that was cool because mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for practical effects. Yeah, I do not like hands, so I didn't really like that part. But it was interesting. Um, and I was just, we were just watching a movie. And I was with my, I was watching a movie with my parents. And the special effects were not good. Because it was an older movie. And I was Buffy? just like. Yeah. I was just like, I just love old movies where the special effects are the worst. I like old so movies funny. where they're the best. Because they just didn't have the right technology. So they're not, they can't be as good as they I are now. I don't like that though. So, I think it's so funny. It makes the movie, like, ten times more enjoyable. I like old movies that can do it. Because if it doesn't, it's like... Well, I do too. I like both, but... You're not reaching your full potential if you don't have the right, like, the right things to make yeah, it good. Yeah, you are. You're, you did what you, you were left with. I you guess. used everything that you could, and it... And the movie is good. It just doesn't look the best. It's just funny. That's true. Um. Kay. So, mummy. Money? Mummy. Are you my mummy? Mummy, mummy, mummy. <laughs> Must be funny. Let me tell you about my in body. He's three thousand years Pharaoh's old. Pharaoh's world. Wrapped in, in bandages and covered in mold and debris. My undead mummy and me. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I was trying to harmonize. Sorry. <laughs> My undead mummy and me. Why didn't you do what you did before? I don't know. I don't know how to harmonize. Just do what you did the first time. Okay. My undead, undead mummy and me. <laughs> that wasn't very good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, most of my mummy notes are general musings and, like, just commentary. I don't have a lot hey, of... you didn't even do all of your notes from that. What? You didn't say the singing is really random. Oh, sorry. <laughs> or... How do you have my notes? Because <laughs> it's on here. Or... Why are you looking at my notes? You also didn't say the special effects are good. Oh, I said the special effects are Chef's Kiss 3000. Okay, anyways, we're talking about the mummy now. Yes, the mummy. So, is... are you looking at my notes? No. Good. I okay. don't have notes for this one. <laughs> um, I know, that's why you would be looking at mine. I'll look up trivia, though. So, I don't have a lot. I have, it's just comments, because... I wasn't supposed to lead this episode. Um, we'll give so. the synopsis for this, too. Yeah. Um, so, um, this mummy guy. Emotep. Emotep. He. He was getting a little he, he frisky, frisky with the pharaoh's, <laughs> with the pharaoh's daughter. daughter. Not his daughter. It was Wait, the is that a quote? <laughs> yes. It was, like, it was the pharaoh's mistress. Mistress, yeah. And no one... No one else was allowed to touch her. Yeah. And Imhotep... And then he did. So. Imhotep was in love with her, 
And so they, the Pharaoh, like, uh, oh, Imhotep is the Pharaoh's, like, high priest or whatever. And the Pharaoh, like, notices, because she's, like, painted, so the paint on her body is smudged. And he's like, who touched you? And Imhotep comes out of nowhere, so they kill the Pharaoh. And then the guards come, and uh, Anoxinamun, that's her name, was like, you can raise me from the dead, run away. And so she stabs herself, and then he tries to resurrect her, and it doesn't work, and then he gets, his, Imhotep's priests get mummified alive, and he gets cursed, and I forgot what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? What? The curse. No. The the hum die. The hum die. Um, the hum die. Which I don't know what it is because I'm I don't know anything about Egyptian history or if that's even a real thing. So if you want to look it up, look it up yourself because I don't know what it is. So, and then the rest of it takes place in the twenties, right? The nineteen twenties, mm-hmm. and the age of exploration, like Atlantis. Yeah. That kind of. Um, it's basically Atlantis. Just pretty kidding. much. It's not really. Just kidding. There's no curse. Um, no curse in Atlantis. Sorry. There's <laughs> no curse in Atlantis. There's not. What was I trying to say? Okay, the rest of it takes place in the 1920s, where Rick O'Connell, his him and his entire garrison, uh, go a wall to look for. Hamanamcha, which is the city of, is it, it's the city of the dead? Is that Hamanamcha? Okay, but it also is said to hold the wealth of Egypt. Um, so his whole garrison goes, they don't find anything. They're also fighting, I don't know who they're fighting. Fighting somebody. And they're fighting. They get wiped out. They're fighting Ardith Bay. And they're not. That's a whole different. Because they're trying to, they're trying to keep people away from it. They're the guards. Um, I don't think so. They're descended from the guards. No, because that wasn't Ardith Bay. Ardith Bay was up on the mountaintop. Wait, watching which them. part are you talking about? The beginning. The very beginning. I think that was still them. Okay, well, whoever to, it was, they're trying to keep people away from Hamanab. Whoever it was, um, fought them, chased them away, and that was it. And then, how many years later? I can't remember. No clue. <laughs> but it it says it. I can't remember how many years later. But this woman named Evelyn is a librarian in Egypt and wants to be a Bembridge scholar. And Bembridge scholar. But they <laughs> turned me down again. And her brother Jonathan is like, I don't know if he's, he's a treasure ar- hunter or an archaeologist. archaeologist or whatever. But he finds this... This is taking tower, so long. In, yeah, you can be more... He finds a puzzle box. They go to go back to Hamanoptera with Rick O'Connell, run into some Americans. Basically, and they bring the mummy back to life. Bring the mummy back book. to life. A bunch of people get killed and from the mummy. And someone's tongue gets taken away and so are his eyes. And his eyes and then he dies. And then... <laughs> and then... Imhotep tries to take Evelyn back to Hamanoptera to sacrifice. He thought that's not what it was. He to sacrifice that she was her because he had bad eyesight. He didn't think she was her. He called her. Yeah, but to sacrifice her for Anoxinamun's soul, um, and then they turn him back mortal and kill him. I'm sorry that took so long. <laughs> you were being really descriptive in the beginning. <laughs> okay. But anyways. So, I, okay, so, I do appreciate how in this movie, the foreigners, aka the Americans, aren't, like, solely the bad guys. Like, because Rick They're isn't the American. They're not the bad guys. Well, they kind of are in the beginning. They try to, I mean. They're, anyway. they're just going for the same thing, but yeah. They're well, okay. They are. They're not like they're um. They cause conflict. Yeah, which Americans tend to do, um, <laughs> but they're not like solely the bad guys. It's bad guys, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's good 
good Americans and bad Americans, which is like real life, and they're not just bad guys. Um, and then question I have is, in the beginning, when Ardeth Bay sees Rick, like walking out, stumbling across the desert, they were gonna kill him, which I don't understand why, because they know he hadn't seen Emotep, or. Because they didn't, probably didn't want him to talk about it to people. Probably. Um, and he said that does that want to kill him. <laughs> or whatever he said. Okay. This I want to look at. What was the question? That was the question. Why was Ardeth Bay going to kill him? Oh. <clears throat> so he wouldn't talk? Yeah. I want to look up what the best verbal command to spur a camel is. Because they have different ones. They, like, Evie slash Evelyn and Rick do two different things with their mouths. <laughs> so, and what's the best one? And what is the best one? Let's see. How do camels talk? <laughs> you know, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You make a horse move by shouting giddy up. You make a pack of dogs move by shouting mush. What prompt do you need to make a camel move? Does it not say? Two half bricks. <laughs> uh, hut, hut, hut. Hut, hut. Is one. Mush. Mush is not a command. It refers to the sled journey. <laughs> and is not And is... Onom- onomatop- something of runners on snow. Uh, in sub-Saharan countries, you tickle the neck of the camel with your toes. Candles are removed before boarding and hung on the side of the candle. Interesting. That's, That's not a verbal I- command. <laughs> uh, hut, hut, hut seemed to work for Peter O'Toole in Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Although he did whack his camel with a crop at the same time, which would have done. Okay. Came along now. <laughs> camel so, hut, along hut. now. <laughs> In Egypt, I was taught to say yalla yalla. Hmm. I presumed this meant go go. <laughs> you can't make camels move. Camels move with their noses. <laughs> don't they say yalla? I don't know. Ri ri. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you think the Americans honored their bet with Rick and Jonathan? Uh, what was their bet? That they get... they would reach Hominoptera first. Uh, do you think they what? Honored their bet. Do you think they paid up? Mm, no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I think that... Wait. Did the cowboy die? They all died. All of them died. All the Americans? Yeah. Yeah, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, do you think they did it before? No. They even went down there? No, wasn't the bet if... If we reaped Hominoptera first, that was the bet. And Evie and Rick did. They got, I don't remember how much money. They would give them money. No, I don't think they did. They probably didn't have the money with them. I don't have it with me. I don't have it with me. Um, do you think, are the Americans... Archaeologists or treasure hunters, which I think I wrote this down before we had gotten very far because it kind of explains later that they are just treasure hunters. Um, and then the guy who goes, they're led by a woman. What does a woman know? I think he's an archaeologist. <laughs> I think they just want money. Yeah. So they're treasure hunters because they're, treasure they're hunters. not cool. Yeah. They're not cool. Mm-hmm. I liked Emmett before he was cool. Did you say that yes. yesterday? I said it today. Nah. Yep, I said it yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I think I said it today too, but I can't remember what it was. Um, do you think so? The beetles that go into your skin and crawl under your skin, do they eat you alive or do they make you. How do I put this? Without. Saying it. <laughs> um, 
Because the one guy ran into a wall and died. I think it went into his brain. But the other one, they, like, also, like, crawled over that one guy and ate him alive. Well, that was a bunch of them. Yeah. So do you think one singular one make will make you run into a wall? <laughs> or do you think... Uh, I, I think that it doesn't... I don't think that it's that specific. Okay. <laughs> I think they're like, we'll make this beetle do this. But then when there's a bunch of them, we'll make them eat this one guy. Okay. It probably didn't give them a certain, like, this is what the beetles do. <laughs> I don't know. They're not even real beetles. <laughs> okay. Don't think. <laughs> um, so you need a human sacrifice to bring someone back to life. But in the beginning, when Emotep initially tried to bring, um, what's her face? Anoxinamoon back to life. He didn't have a human sacrifice. So what was he gonna do? Wait, what? You it he needed a human sacrifice when he was gonna bring her back to life, which was Evie. Mm-hmm. But in the very beginning, when he initially tried to bring her back to life, he didn't have a human he sacrifice. He probably did. Well, there wasn't another body. There wasn't another person. Maybe he put her in the the pool. <laughs> no, because he was about to stab something. When the guards came and arrested them. Maybe it was a guard. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't remember that. Um. <laughs> One of my notes is Rick lit a match on his jaw. How hot is that? <laughs> He must have some strong stubble. <laughs> okay. I didn't write this this down because I forgot. But what's what's your favorite quote from the movie? Just to wrap it up a little bit before I go into the last thing. Favorite quote? Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me look up the quote. <laughs> it's gonna be a Rick O'Connell quote. Yep. You don't have one off the top of your head? Do you? Yes. Do you think it's the same one? No, because mine's not a Rick O'Connell quote. Oh. Mine is, nasty little fellows such as yourself always, always get, get their comeuppance. <laughs> oh, I like it when he's, it's not really a quote. <laughs> oh, well, okay. There's two. It's when okay. he goes, <laughs> think of my... Then he says, think of my children. You don't have any children. You don't have any children. Someday I might. (laughs) And then when he... And then he... uh, Makes a joke or something. No, Benny says something. And then he pretends to laugh. And then he just throws him (laughs) off the boat. And he goes, goodbye, Benny. (laughs) Do you actually remember what it was? Or do you not want... Just... I remember one word that said, oh, you always did have more blank than brains. (laughs) 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 Goodbye, Benny. Benny. And then he throws him off the boat. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. And then Um, I think to wrap it up, we should end with either flame or mash. (laughs) We should do a mash session. Okay. Get your notebook out. That'll be our last thing. Mummy themed? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to do it for me on your own notebook? Wait, I want to tell you something else. Okay. So, one of the characters, Ardeth Bay, who is descended from the Pharaoh's guards, that's why they're pre- trying to protect Kamenoptra, he was supposed to have t- tattoos all over his face, but they only gave him tattoos on his cheeks because he was too hot because <laughs> the actor was too hot yeah um which i don't necessarily agree with honestly he's pretty good looking the guy who played emotep had to be in bandages for four hours to film the oh, scene that's where he's horrible. being mummified because that, that seems like 10 seconds he looks terrified mm-hmm. and yeah that's awful um Should I do extended? No. Okay. 
Um, you gotta keep talking while I'm writing, because it, otherwise it's just gonna be silent. I'll cut stuff out. Okay. Okay, pumpkin. <laughs> I'm just doing trivia while she's making the mash. Mm-hmm. Making the mash. Not the TV show. Brendan Fraser whittled a desert canoe between scenes. What? What? <laughs> he whittled a whole canoe? <laughs> what is a desert canoe? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a canoe. Just a canoe? Wait, hold on. I said no camels, not four camels. Can't you count? I think it's just a canoe. Hmm. Interesting. Why did he do that? <laughs> Ew. In the original script, Evie was supposed to say, he's gorgeous, when she first sees the fully resurrected Emotep. Ew! The line was filmed, but removed from the final cut. Good. Mm-hmm. That's gross. <laughs> I'm bringing back an oldie but a goodie. For what? For vehicles. I know what it is. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. <laughs> Despite the name, the title character was never mummified. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so he's not even a mummy. <laughs> he's just the dead guy. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Ready to hear your life in the mummy world? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> you are going to live in a house. You are going to drive a camel. Mm-hmm. You are going to have 100 children. <laughs> you are going to be married to... Art of the Bay. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not and mad. And there is 100 children. Was Simon Cowell back right? Yes. <laughs> 100 okay. children. Your go. Oh, am I doing it too? Yes. Well, what am I supposed I'm to do while you're doing the that? Same settings. <laughs> same settings. Um. Desert canoe. <laughs> yes. Should I look up trivia? No. What should I yeah, do? Sure. No. What should I do? Do a... Which rusty like character are you quiz? But I have to do something that'll make me talk. Then just say what you're picking. Okay. And say what the things are. Okay. I'm not going to be able to find a quiz on this. Yeah, you are. How do you know? Because people like them. Nice. <laughs> I found one. Mm-hmm. If it's the one I did, don't do it. Because don't do that. Why? Because it's not that good. Okay. What one did you do? That one. When? Before the other one. <laughs> Look at the... Look at the... <laughs> the title. Right, why do I have to enter my name? Some just want you to. That's dumb. I'm gonna be Bloober. That's my go-to alias. <laughs> okay. Hello, how's it hanging? Was that a joke? <laughs> was that a- oh no, I can't read that. Was that a joke? Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm good. Truthful. I'm good. Lie. No, I just just sensitive. Uh, wording. <laughs> um, it okay, just I'm said, done. "Is that a joke about Emma?" <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Tell me when to stop. It's cause I didn't I, I only came up with one new one for it. Stop. Um I can't tell you cause cause then you'll get <laughs> I can't tell you because then you'll get my bank information. How the F do you think I'm thinking? Look at look at me. <laughs> Fine. <Rick. laughs> <laughs> um what does this even mean <laughs> um 
okay. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this quiz. It's fine, I'm almost done. Okay. Look at the question. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so okay. you're gonna live in a house. Okay. Your going your mode of transportation is a Simon Cowell back ride. Nice. You are having twenty seven and a half children. Okay. And you're marrying. I'm actually kind of jealous. I'm just kidding. Because you have. I knew it was going to be Imhotep. I always get the worst guys. That's true. It is true. Freaking cancer man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have to do an episode on that. Yep, but so, we have to figure out how we're going to do calls first. Record over calls, because Claire I has to I think Claire be. just has to come to Michigan. Yeah, Claire, <laughs> you gotta come. Sorry, it's inevitable. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think that wraps up our ep- epi. Epi, epi. Our epi pen. <laughs> so, that was a next solid, week, like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Me neither. But that's... That movie was not very long. Nope. Anyways. Um, but that would be for me to figure out, I think, because I'm leading next week. Yeah. If we record next week, um, we've not... Neither of us been in a great headspace lately. That's why we haven't... But we've also been busy. That's why we have not been recording. But... I've just been too social this week too social oh well hang out with people other than my sister (laughs) so we'll figure something out we'll let you know and i guess that's it as the king of chaos himself once said when you gotta go you gotta go and we have have got got to to go go. see you next bye